And welcome back to another episode of the SU Sideline Talk. This is another fantasy episode coming at you. You are here tonight with my man Brendan and I am Petrilli. We're hanging out. We're going to give you all the fantasy advice you need moving into week three of the NFL season. We're going to wrap up last week. Who was the big uh, surprises? Talk about the injuries that happened and a little uh, love, hate, or cut action towards the end of the podcast here. So hang around with us. And here we go. What's going on, Brent? How you feeling, buddy? I'm feeling really, really good. Um, just love love football season. Uh, 2-0 fantasy, so I'm feeling great about that. But listen, I would much rather have my Giants win than my fantasy team win, but that doesn't happen. So I guess we'll take that 2-0 in fantasy this week. Dude, I had a rough one where I went 0-3 in fantasy. Really? And the Eagles lost. <sighs> Brutal. Yeah, that's... Brutal. That's and like all my losses, I'm putting up 130 points or yeah. so. I'm still losing. Is, <laughs> yeah, I don't listen. Some of the guys, some of the guys in my league, one of my leagues is there's not a lot of guys. So we we put up some big big numbers um just for the amount of studs we have on each team. So, you know, it's a toss up. You never know with fantasy and that's why we're going to try to break it down for All you. Right. Today. Now, you're the expert here now since you're <laughs> the one going 2 and 0 yeah, last well, week. Well, apparently. Yeah. So let's dive into some of the big contributors from this past weekend. Who who do you got? Who put up big numbers? You know, who should we look at coming up that is going to carry over their dominance for fantasy? Uh, one of my guys, a receiver, I mean, Scary Terry, T-Mac, Terry McSorin, whatever yeah. you want to call him, uh, Terry McLaurin from the yeah. Washington yeah, football yeah, big, team. Uh, he's off to a fantastic sophomore season with Dwayne Haskins on her center. Uh, last week, 125 yards and a touchdown despite the loss. Uh, he's he's just one of those solid guys that it's, that's going to get you points consistently every week. He may not find his way into the end zone every week, but he's going to lead the team. He gets in, those yards. Yeah, he, yeah, he gets the yards. Catches. He's targeted a lot, yeah. and he's he's got solid hands, so he's one of those guys that I'm going to consistently – start um in my wide receiver two spot because i got mike evans on on one of my squads so he's my wide receiver one um another guy a quarterback josh allen how about the game Dude, that he he's had? A stud. what a game Are they the bills in the past have been a predominantly run heavy team i mean you think of guys like Lashawn mccoy and uh devin singletary and cj spiller but no they, they found their guy in josh allen uh what he, over 400 yards um, multiple Dude, trucking guys left and oh, right. Oh yeah, I mean that was yeah. just absolutely horrendous. Throwing guys that are much bigger, much bigger than him. Those defensive backs and 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 linebackers, cornerbacks. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to this guy. Uh, four touchdowns and he can throw the ball out of the stadium. I think I think you mentioned that last week. Um, yeah, they played the Dolphins, who have been a bit underwhelming, but still a heck of a fantasy performance for him. How about you? The big thing for this weekend is tight ends went off. Yeah, Johnny Smith with Tennessee, he got two tutties. You had Mike Gusecki, also got a pair of two touchdowns and close to 100 yards. You know, he was also, of course, on the bench for me. You know, you know, it is yeah, what it is. Yeah, he would have well. thought, you know, guy, you know, Dolphins, it's always hit or miss down there. Yeah. And that's the big thing is where we need to figure out these hidden gems to where we should start and sit these guys. And that's what we're going to get into a little bit later. But they keep going on that tight end trade. Hayden Hurst, you know, 70 yards and a touchdown. Huge. Huge numbers for tight ends this past week. Um, to round that out, another guy, of course, is Dak. Dak just went off with a huge comeback win where he rushed for four touchdowns and threw for 450 yards. That's yeah. just unheard of nowadays. Absolutely. Making his money worth. 
well, you know, he, he's looking <laughs> to get that big payday um, for sure. That that game's definitely going to help them. All right, so now moving off of the big guys from this past weekend, the big story really is all the guys that got hurt. Oh, gosh. Your number absolutely. one and your number two picks in the fantasy draft both go down. Your boy, Saquon, mm-hmm. done for the year, ACL, it mm-hmm. stinks. And then Christian McCaffrey, CMC, he's going to be out for four to six weeks. What are we looking at moving forward now with their backups? Who should we go pick up? How should we go about this now? Listen, um, so obviously Saquon's down down and out for the year. Um, they got uh, Deion Lewis in the back. That That's that's who had, they had to put in. Not a, not a bad running back, but the, they would have Wayne Gallman, but he, he did not play either. So they, they signed... Devonta Freeman. Devonta Freeman, um, he worked out for the Giants. Giants liked him enough to sign him. And this is a guy that's a two-time Pro Bowler. Um, I think he had, in those two Pro Bowl seasons, I think he both of them were 1,000-plus yard seasons. Um, but then he got hurt. You know, the, and It's part of the game. You're, you're going to have injuries no matter what, no matter what team you're on, um, no matter what position you play. But that 2018 season that he had was riddled with injury and he didn't have the type of season he'd like last year but um entering his seventh year in the league with all of the injuries um you know in that running back department I think he's the kind of guy despite the poor O-line play by the Giants um I think he's honestly the best bet out of the the backup running backs just because we've seen what he can do um with the Falcons, so uh, Devontae Freedom, Freeman would would be my guy. You you think you're going him over Deion Lewis? Deion, I mean, he was also a free agent this year. Um, or do you think Wayne Gallman can start getting those carries back? I'm not. I think once I think in the next two to three weeks, um, it's going to be Deion Lewis. But once Freeman, you know, is acclimated to New York, I think I think he's going to be their guy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I definitely want to try to go scoop him up as fast as possible. Another guy in Carolina now going to pick up for the past in the next couple of weeks with Christian McCaffrey and the, you know the big name Mike Davis. Mm. You know he is only rostered in two point seven percent of really? leagues. Wow, that's going to change dramatically. Oh yeah, today and tomorrow. Absolutely. Like, like I think he's definitely the guy there in Carolina that you got to go pick him up if you're a Christian McCaffrey owner. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. even moving forward, I mean, you're looking at some other other guys on their team, and, you know, nobody came close to getting the touches that he was getting this past week. No. So he, he's definitely the guy moving forward for them until McCaffrey can get back. I mean, Cannon, you know, he only had well, a couple carries. I mean, he, Mike, he's Davis. He's the guy there moving forward. Now, Coming off of that running back situations, I want to take a quick deeper dive into those other hidden gems that we need to go pick up this week. Who are some of the names that you're looking at now coming into week three? Because I need some help. I need to figure out my running back situation. Give it to me. Well, in the in the running back department, how about Daryl Henderson Jr.? Um, only played a little bit during week one. For the Rams, only yeah, had six rushing birds. yards. Yeah, but and he was behind Cam Akers yeah. and and Malcolm Brown. Yeah. But Akers suffered a rib injury. Um, I'm not quite sure. I don't know if you know his timeline to return. Uh, I'm I'm not sure what that is at yet. Yeah, I think they haven't really announced it yet as okay. of right now. Um, but uh, last game, 81 yards off of 12 touches and a touchdown. 
uh, in their win. So it's more than likely that he's going to get a few more looks next week. And yeah. he's a young guy, too. He's uh, he's in his second year in the league. So I think once he gets a few more uh, snaps and a few more repetitions under his belt, I think he's a really, really solid fantasy pickup for a Rams offense that, that frankly, frankly looks good right now. No, yeah, definitely. They've been just moving the ball up and down the field left and right, especially against that Eagles defense that looked like Swiss cheese out there. <laughs> but I, I definitely like Henderson. I still think uh, the other guy – out there he's their he's their man as of right now i mm. think um and that is oh, malcolm brown malcolm, malcolm brown. brown malcolm brown is still the guy out there moving forward and you know i mean i wouldn't rush to pick up henderson quite yet mm-hmm. especially That's with fair. that backfield right. and a couple i want to get into a couple other different backfields that i want to talk about in a little bit uh whether who should be the guys moving forward but then my guy that I've been looking at is James Robinson for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Okay. A couple of Jaguars, actually, because Gardner Minshew, man, he's been getting their offense moving up and down really? the field. Even if you want to pick up Gardner to be your starting quarterback, if you haven't already, you know, if you didn't draft them first pick uh, as your first-round draft pick to try to win some Bud Light this year. But I definitely, he's definitely worth the, the pickup, the start moving forward. With him, James Robinson, and um, – uh, Chanute Jr., uh, wide receiver. I mean, he's just spreading the ball around to all these guys. And I, you know what? I'm not hating on the Jacksonville Jaguars. They they might lose the game, but, you know, points are points. Fantasy doesn't care about outcomes of football games. That's the no. thing my dad hates the most about <laughs> fantasy football. Because you'll be sitting there watching the game, and you're like, uh, my cousin was doing it this weekend. He had the Rams defense, and he's like rooting for them for a pick. And my dad's like, "What is wrong with you?" Like he <laughs> wanted to like he wanted to just go off on him. But that's the thing. Like it, the, the outcomes of games don't matter. No. Junkyard, no matter what, it's it's always gonna help out. Another guy in care um, for the Chargers, the Los Angeles Chargers, Joshua Kelly, rostered in forty percent of the leagues on ESPN. This guy is actually proven to be a nice uh, carries back where they have the other guy, Austin Eckler, out there. Mm-hmm. But he's been taking some carries away from him and, you know, getting 13 points a game pretty much, almost 23 attempts. So yeah. he's definitely yeah. a value guy to p- try to slide in and pick him up moving forward. I mean, I think Eckler's definitely still the guy, but if you can get him in as your flex or something, he's definitely solid moving forward. Yeah, and uh, a guy that I think um, if you are – struggling a little bit in the uh, receiver in the receiving department and this is you know with with all of these um, we're not really sure consistency wise you know they they may have a good week here and there but consistently wise they haven't consistency wise they haven't played enough to really um, to have proven themselves but this is a guy KJ Hamler out of uh, Denver Um, went to college you know right down the road at Penn State um, fresh out of Penn State he's a rookie Played alongside Jahan Dotson, who I went to high school with. Shout out to him. Um, he KJ didn't play week one, but in week two had um, three receptions for 48 yards um, against uh, that tough Steelers defense. They've been playing. They've been playing some really great defense out there. So um, Driscoll now, not Drew Locke, because Drew Locke is out with injury. Well, I think they just signed Blake Bortles out there did today. They? Yes. Oh, that's right. I did see that. So so maybe it'll be Bortles instead of Driscoll. Yeah. Um, and Bortles can sling it. He can. I mean, I, I remember the that that Jags playoff um, team that they had uh, a few years ago. Um, you know, he's he's a talented guy. But I think whoever is going to be throwing the ball for 
for Denver is going to look to KJ Hamler a little bit more often because another injury, Cortland Sutton, a really yeah. another talented yeah, young hurts. guy out for the season, um, another ACL. So I, th- I think he's another guy, KJ Hamler. Yeah, definitely. And another wide receiver I've been looking at is Russell, uh, Russell Gage out of the Atlanta Falcons. You know, 20 points and 16 points in the first two weeks with a stud, star-loaded, studded offense yep. for the Atlanta Falcons. You know, Hayden Hurst, Julio Jones, uh, Calvin Ridley's been absolutely going off this year, and he's still been able to get his touches out there for the Atlanta Falcons. Matty Ryan's slinging the ball around to all his yeah. targets. And, you know, this guy is definitely maybe even a wide receiver, too, at this point, even though you have Ridley and Julio there. Where mm. you're, if you're struggling that bad, this guy's not that bad of an option for you no, moving no. forward. Now, moving away from the fa- uh, the pickups moving forward here, let's get into some of, as the weeks of, uh, we're going into week three now, we kind of get a better grasp of what teams are looking to do, who they like to play, who's getting the touches. I want to get your thoughts on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers backfield with Leonard Fournette and Ronald Jones the third because you know Ronald Jones he was supposed to be the guy and all of a sudden they go pick up Leonard Fournette before the game uh, before the season starts and you know Fournette had only had like two touches week one and now all of a sudden he's carrying the load for him getting two touchdowns close to a hundred yards you know I think everybody kind of gave up on him including me after week one but he he bit you in the butt. You know, 12 carries, 103 yards, two touchdowns. You know, um, Ronald Jones, who are you looking at moving forward there with Tom Brady and Tampa Bay? (sighs) I I said – I did say Ronald Jones last week. I I said that I think he's he's still the guy just because Fournette didn't didn't really play well last week. Um, And not that Ronald Jones played poorly. I think he got into the end zone once, didn't he? Yeah. No, yeah, he did. Yeah. But I I really like – Fournette's style of play and I I think down the line I think they're going to continue to split the snaps but you know getting into you know week five week six week week seven Fournette's going to be Fournette's going to be carrying the load so uh yeah that's that's my take on it yeah I think what I was thinking coming in where it was going to be Ronald Jones squad moving forward I just didn't think Leonard Fournette was going to get in there this fast Mm -hmm. like I thought it would take him a little bit to figure out personnel and schemes with Tom Brady, uh, but, you know, he really is relying on that big back where Ronald Jones is more of that scat back, catch the ball out of the backfield, and Tom really can't throw the ball that much anymore. No. And he's relying heavy on that run game where he can just hand it off to a tank and go get him some yards for him to help him move down the field. Yeah, yeah, and and the Buccaneers, I mean, not the Buccaneers, but Bruce Arians, I mean, he's, he's the quarterback whisperer, and, you know, he looks to throw the ball a lot, but... Tom Brady's old. He, I don't think he can't sling it like he used to. I mean, he's got Mike Evans out there, a really, really talented guy. But uh, they're gonna look to run the ball a lot more often. And although I do think that Leonard Fournette's gonna be their, you know, number one guy, I think either is a solid guy for your fantasy team. Yeah. All right. Now I want to look into a little bit of the start, bench him or cut him. For fantasy, and it's gonna be two old guys, <laughs> and it's gonna be my guy. And these three, I'm thinking: start, bench, or cut. Drew Brees, Carson Wentz, Tom Brady, in fantasy football right now. All three struggling mightily. 
Yeah. Tom mm-hmm. and Drew, they don't look the same. They can't sling it like they used no. to. And then Carson's just flat out struggling. Yeah. Yeah, Wentz looks scared out there. Um, ah, that's a tough one. That's a really tough one. Um, I know. I was thinking about it earlier. I'm like, I can't cut my boy, can I? I mean, that's your boy. You know, like I'm a Giants fan, no. so honestly, okay, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say you start Drew Brees. Um, simply because his weapons, um, the the weapons around him. Um, once Michael Thomas gets back, Alvin Kamara is a is an incredible receiving back. You know, he can run the ball, but he's got incredible hands out there. So I would say you would start Drew Brees in that situation. As for Wentz or Tom Brady, wow. I I, I mean, Brady's got 20 points, I mean, on a lackluster performance, and then 10 points this past week in fantasy, throwing for 200 yards and a tutty. I mean – you know, Carson Wentz still gives you that option, which I'm kind of disappointed in where he's not running it as much, you know, mm-hmm. to give you that little extra through the legs. You know, he's been getting 15 both weeks, you know, 200, 78, 250 through the air, two tutties. But he's throwing – he's turning the ball over a lot right now. Yes. It's kind of scary. Yeah. So, come on, give me it. Who you cutting? Who you benching out of those two? Um, uh, Although I do not want to say it because I'm, I'm not an Eagles fan – but I think I would bench Wentz and I would cut Brady. Really? Yes. Yeah, I mean, that's probably where I'm going to go because I'm a homer, of course. <laughs> right. But, right. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if you cut Wentz at this point. I I definitely still think it's it's very early on all three of them mm-hmm. because, you know, two of them are Hall of Famers, first ballot, oh, yeah. easy mm-hmm. money, and they have weapons there. And that's why, like, the scariest thing is, like, these guys have been struggling out the gate. And, you know, fantasy football, it's what you've done for me lately. And, you know, all three of them been struggling right. mightily all right another another start cut or bench i want to look at and take a deeper dive into it's going to be in the wide receiving positions here where we're going to go and take a look at you know julio has been struggling yes he's been struggling mightily. uh he had this uh, the biggest thing is they have a very deep deep offensive weapons there and then another guy I've been looking at is Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf have both both been split in time there. Mm-hmm. But then also Adam Thielen. Mm. He's kind of been up and down. Right. I mean, he had a fantastic, fantastic week, week one. one. And then, you know, four points this yeah. past week. Like, are you a little concerned there? I mean, Julio also had a decent week one. And these guys are both known to be studs for you. And then Tyler Lockett, you know, he's that Mr. Reliable that's, you know, 10-plus points. Who you who you starting? Who you cutting? Who you benching out of those three? Um, so uh, in Seattle, DK is he's he's gonna be an issue. He re- he really is um, for for defenders. Um, Lockett's still he's still a, a reliable target um, in Atlanta. Julio Jones, you know, I we we talked about it um, just on the live show. And he's just been such a dominant force in the league for so many years that I I don't think he's done yet. I really don't. Uh, I think he's still got more to do, especially with with um, catching balls from Matt Ryan. So I think um, Julio Jones. I, I I may start Julio Jones there. Um, yeah, the scariest still. thing with him is just all the different weapons they have. You know that right. can take away from him. But right. Julio is definitely still that dude there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm. He he may. I don't know what the targets for that game looked like. I don't know if um, Ryan looked Jones's way more or if he looked Ridley's way more. But 
yeah, I, like you said, Julio is, is still the guy in Atlanta. And who was the third guy? Uh, Adam Thielen oh, Adam and Thielen. Tyler Lockett. Yeah, I I don't I don't think you can I don't think you can cut Adam Thielen. I don't think there's any way you can cut Adam Thielen. I mean, yeah, he didn't play well week two, and yeah, he's. I mean, a lot's it, got to do with Kurt though. Yeah, it's 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 Kurt Cousins. I mean, he's, but I don't think there's any way yet you can cut Adam Thielen. But I, if it came down to it, although I wouldn't feel comfortable cutting any of these i would feel the most comfortable cutting tyler lockett yeah no definitely for sure because he's also got dk metcalf there who's kind of coming into his own as that number one guy for russell Mm -hmm. wilson but russell he gets the ball to whoever he wants and he's just been lighting it oh yeah on fire this year along with kyler murray (sighs) yeah all right as we're wrapping this up here you got any other guys we want to touch on real quick or a couple of different news stories before we round out this SU Sideline Fantasy Sports Edition, where you can also listen to us live on WQSU. You can uh, search our website and listen to us live anytime. If you've been hearing a little faint music in the background, that's because we're in the studio right now recording this podcast, and you can hear the amazing music from 88.9 WQSU, The Pulse. But we also have live sports shows every Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Thursday nights, which we just got wrapped up a little bit ago before we hopped on the pod here. So, you know, get all of our takes fantasy and just in the world of sports. But you got anything else before we wrap it up here, Brendan? Um, well, there, there's there's one guy I want to I want to talk about. Yeah, let's send it. Uh, and this is this is a little bit wild here. This is a little bit wi- wild, and they're not big in fantasy points. Um, but let's let's give a little love to the kickers. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, not big in fantasy points, but much like in any other NFL game, they can sometimes make or break your team. So I I'm really loving Hot Rod Rodrigo Blankenship oh. out of Georgia. Um, and he's playing for the Colts now undrafted, but Colts picked him up, uh, hit all six of his kicks in that Colts win against the Vikings, hit a 44-yarder, big leg um, Rodrigo's got. And they play yeah. the Jets next week, um, whose defense has allowed an obscene amount, maybe like 30, almost. 30-plus both two games yeah, against yes. the 49ers and Bills. Right. Um, so I think the Colts should be able to move the ball up the field and give him uh, the ability to showcase Dude, his skills I love the again. name. I love oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, that's a football name right there. <laughs> My big thing, do your leagues, if your kicker miss a field goal or an extra point attempt, do they negate points? Yes. Mine doesn't. Really? And week one, it came down to I was up by .4 points. Mm-hmm. And he, the, whoever I was going up against had the Monday night kicker. And he goes and he misses two field goals. I think it was the Dallas kicker. And he missed two field goals. And then he makes an extra point, and I end up losing by a point. I'm wow. like, this dude missed two kicks. Right. Like, it should have been negated at least one point for yeah. missing the kick, yeah. if not two or three. So right. I was just like, I got to get to the commish. Rob, if you're <laughs> listening, we got to change that rule right now. But anyway, this was another awesome addition. Had a lot of fun. Go out, hit those waiver wires, take in all of our advice because, you know, we're the experts here. <laughs> you were here with Brendan. Oh, this is weird. I was about to say Brendan and Petrilli, but that's my name. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, this is Petrilli and Brendan over there to my left, hanging out with you on the SU Sign Talk Fantasy Sports Edition.